You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Yeah, we're back with hour three. Hour number three of Weekend Fantasy Update. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Jolina and Tony Sincata with you. Pete Considori producing our show. Doing a great job. And Pete, uh, Pete's into winter sports, uh, Tony. Yeah, he likes skates. Yeah. Pete, you ever think about, like, you know, uh, taking up uh, figure skating or whatnot? That's a negative. No? Yeah, I have not. Mm. All right. So, like, let's say um, if we were skating together, would do you think you'd be able to hold me up over your, uh, you know, like a little Blades of Glory kind of action there? Ah, oh, man. You know, Blades of Glory, glory have to be... <laughs> It has to be one of the best figure skating yes. movies out there. Yes. Uh, I, I'm gonna, we can give it a try. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the other people on the rink would feel about it, but we can yeah. give it a try. We need to find out if, if that rule that allowed uh, Will Farrell and uh, the other guy to compete as, right. a, as a pair. If We'd have to do some research. Yeah, we need to find that out for next week's show. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. All right. So uh, have you guys been watching a lot of uh, the, the Olympic uh, coverage? Tony, have you had a chance? I've watched some, yeah. I've watched some. Uh, I've watched some skiing. Mm-hmm. I've uh, watched some hockey. Yeah. I've watched some curling. I was watching a little Lindsey uh, Vaughn last night. Yeah, Lindsey Vaughn, man, she's a little wild. <laughs> we talked about her last week, where uh, you know she's looking to find a man in this Olympics. Uh, yeah. And we talked about how crazy the Olympic Village could be. She's got. I don't know. She's a little out there, right? You got. You got to be a little out there, though, to think. You know what? I'm going to go down this hill 100 miles an hour. The wind's blowing 30 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And to do that without any problems, you've yeah, I guess you've got to be a little touched. Especially with all the crashes she's had recently. I think she won a couple of medals in 2010. And then since then, she's yeah. uh, had a, a, you know, a lot of uh, injury concerns. So I was watching that last night. At the top of her run, she did really well. Then she took a turn towards the end really wide. And she uh, really almost you know went down. But... Uh, you know, I think she ended up as number five, and and Pete, she's got a lot, she's got a lot of hate tweets. You know, a lot of people hate yeah. her, right? I I haven't seen oh, that. I, yeah. I wonder, do we well, know why? Like, yeah, because she said that if she yeah. wins a, a medal, she's not going to go to the White House. Oh, I see. So, they so have that's all these, you know, right. Trump supporters who are right. ticked off at her, and they're like, you know, they basically <laughs> said, "Don't worry about it. We don't allow non-winners in in the White House." <laughs> I think she has Which two more chances like, to win. But uh, I, I kind of like the Trump. Uh, first of all, for her to respond to people on Twitter right. is insane. Right. And then secondly, uh, you know, I, I got a big problem with, with basically a, a lot of Americans <laughs> is that if we went back 20 years, there was a, a country group called the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, I remember them. And, that an yeah. issue with and uh, Dixie, President Bush. Yeah, it had an issue with with President Bush, mm-hmm. yeah. and it ostracized them from country music. They would never be found again. Mm-hmm. Yet every single person could attack whoever the president is on Facebook. They feel free to do it on Twitter, and it doesn't matter who the president is. Like now, it's getting out of control. It's Donald Trump, but right. Barack Obama. Everybody hated him too. Right. Like it's the president of the United States. Like whatever happened to your mommy telling you that hey, if you don't have anything good to say, keep your mouth shut. It's crazy the amount of people that kill the president, no matter who it is. Yeah, I was talking to somebody, and obviously this is a sports show, but we didn't want to get too much into politics. But I thought that things kind of changed uh, when Bill Clinton was in office. That was the first time that you know I, I felt that, at least in my lifetime, or maybe when I started following politics, where people really really railed in to personal issues with him and he left himself wide open with what you know he was what he was doing but you know then it became you know uh the republicans going after the democratic president and then anytime you know like uh you know now we have a republican president very conservative and the democrats are going up against him and you know so it got very fragmented in terms of of, of stuff not good but uh, whatever it's but very sad. yeah it is sad pete are you sad i'm always sad yeah yeah 
Hey, so what's going on? Have you you figured out what's going on with the the hockey team? They had a no, uh, I haven't figured it out. But let me let me <laughs> let me just say this: the 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 Olympic athletes from Russia completely uh, just wiped the fl- they, they just they beat the USA four to nothing. I believe the score was it was just there was no contest. I feel like I, I don't know. I, I was I was talking with the guys from Fantasy Sports Today a little earlier about maybe letting the NHL players back into the Olympics. It, it would make for a good competition, but mm-hmm. I, I still like the kind of like amateur. Mm-hmm. Amateurs go to the Olympics, and amateur meaning they're not getting paid professionally to play, and that's right. not their full-time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's tough because when you have the Russian athletes who played in the NHL, retired to go to the KHL, like Kovalchuk and Datsuk playing, it's it's kind of like you need those uh-huh. NHL players okay. to so- to really combat those two, especially those two veterans of the game who are still phenomenal. Right. How old are they? Yeah. Are they in their upper 30s, mid-30s by now? I think or? they're upper 30s, yeah. yeah. But they still got it going on. Yeah. That's what might you be his 40s. That, yeah, that Russian team, they were very good in the power play. And I thought that a uh, guy that's very underrated in that Russian power play unit is um, – I, Ivan Kachikakov is a guy that I think that <laughs> I think you talked about him last week, right? You and Lenny were yeah, talking about him. Yeah, he's a guy that yeah, he's coming up, he's coming on strong in this Olympic Games. <laughs> oh, uh, so Chloe Kim, she's like a darling so far. Oh uh, right? yeah, she uh, yeah. she won the gold in the snowboarding, mm-hmm. despite not being able to finish her breakfast uh, egg sandwich or whatnot. Uh, Sean White. That she was eating ice cream after it. Yeah, I guess when you you know you're an athlete like that. Like, hey, hey Pete, you're in, you, you play a lot of hockey, and, uh, yeah. and I've seen you. You're kind of a, a thin kind of guy. I mean, uh, I mean, you burn a lot of calories up skating. Maybe maybe we could uh, have Tony uh, eat more than the 500 calories he's eating a day. Yeah, Tone. <laughs> if you go skating for a couple hours a day, the amount of calories you burn, you'd be able to you know keep eating what you're eating, man. Or eat a, you know, oh, you think that's the yeah, whole key? Eat a skating. carb. Eat a I, carb. <laughs> listen, I, I'll be honest with you. When I started first started playing hockey, I, I, I ate a lot, but it wasn't like I was hungry all the time. I was just being kind of gluttonous. It's just oh, there's food. Let me eat. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I started playing hockey, I was starving all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've and I've the consumption of food that I that I intake now after eating playing hockey is a lot more than I did prior. So I, I think that hockey, um, skating in general, I think just eats up a lot of those calories and you're mm-hmm. just, you're left hungry. I always, even if it's like midnight when I come home from a hockey game, I have to eat because I'm starving. Go. Yeah. And your metabolism is, is uh, elevated. So, so you, Tony, you, you got to pick up yeah. hockey. There you you go. got to, you got to get on a rink down, down there and, and start skating. There you go. Well, let me ask you a question before I commit to this hockey. Okay. Um, um, uh, the time um, Larry Holmes, I think it was. Um, oh no, it was Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali said no sex the night before boxing matches because mm. you have to keep your legs fresh. Uh, they also said that in the Rocky have, movie. Yeah, do yeah. hockey players have sex before the night before a hockey events? I'm, I'm sure they do. I don't <laughs> see why that's an issue. Mm. It probably makes you better the next day. That's what I would tell myself. So is that where? Wow, well, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I forgot forgot or never heard that Muhammad Ali. Ali had said that and uh, I guess Stallone probably uh, heard it and used it in his in his movie yeah yeah it's uh, you know I think it's I don't know if it's one of those things because after you have sex I feel like you have a clearer mind hmm or you just want to take a nap I don't, I don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, in terms of medal count, I mean, it, it, this seems pretty low for the U.S. Usually, like we, well, like always, like either like one, two, or three. But what we doing? I think we're not right? good in the Winter Olympics, though. Yeah, I mean, I, ger- think, I think we forget about that. I think because I thought the same thing, mm-hmm. and then I'm thinking about the Winter Olympics. Those other countries actually do better than us usually. Yeah. You think that maybe. Uh, Global warming is the cause of the United States only having nine, <laughs> nine total <laughs> medals. Did you really just bring global warming into the Winter Olympics? <laughs> There's no place for these athletes to train, maybe. <laughs> I've always asked that question, like for the skeleton in the luge. Where are these guys and girls training? Like, where do they go? Do they go up to the Salt Lake City? Like, and they still have the luge? Like, how's that I would work? Think, because I, I, I thought it was Lake Placid. Yeah, uh, Lake Placid. Excuse right. me, not Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. There was a lake in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean. that, that was where the 1980, yeah. uh, I think, Olympics were. That's where. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe that's yeah, I think it. that's you where know? the bobsledders go. Mm. That's what not about s- the skeleton guys? It's all the same track. Right. 
It's all the same track. Yeah, Luge, Skeleton, Bobsled. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah, so as far as I can tell, it looks like, well, gold, I know. Uh, Germany has nine. Uh, Norway, seven. Netherlands, six. Canada, five. Tied with us. But when it comes to overall medal counts, we only have nine total. Norway has 22. So uh, I guess it's cold in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Norwegians. That's where the Norwegians live. I, I think. I think it's it's nice that we're getting medals. You know, I'm sure there's a couple countries out there that I don't have any medals. Yeah, maybe you know they you get a participation trophy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Korea got a medal. It For what? I don't know. They won. Their, they were excited. Mm. They won one medal. <laughs> I don't know. They were excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they won one medal. I'm going to find out for you, uh, but uh, they, sure. they were excited. I remember. I remember they were excited. Hmm. Sean White got uh, How, got a gold medal this week. That's pretty impressive. He was probably better off not getting it. Yeah, because then it brought up all the. Uh, oh man, the, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> He's in a band, and uh, he was. Uh, you know, just they people bring politics into everything, guys. What about the sometimes. Yeah. It's better to stay under the radar. Why can't we just all get along? I, I agree. I mean, look, look this, did this, you hear what Laura Ingram, uh, when I, Laura Ingram, right? Did you hear what she uh, told uh, uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant? Just dribble and shut up. Yeah, I mean, this is all <laughs> this is all getting out of whack. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you know, I watch sports to get away from you know, right, the I, everyday stuff. I just don't understand why people can't just leave other people alone. Mm-hmm. Everyone can have their opinion, and I'm and I'm cool with that. Freedom of speech, freedom of press, but like sometimes. Like Tony was saying, like you're responding to Twitter followers. Like, mm-hmm. what are you like? What are you doing? Just, yeah. just leave it alone. Right. Leave it alone. Live your life. Everything will be fine. I agree, and I appreciate you not uh, responding to when I was trolling you on Twitter as well. Yeah, thank you. No, no problem. Okay. Uh, I was just, I was just happy to have someone troll me. <laughs> I, I barely have any followers on this thing. <laughs> All right. So I, th- I guess that's enough. Uh, any other other Olympic uh, issues that you want to talk about, guys? Or should we move to a oh, six-man yeah, rotation again? Red Girard, no. Who the hell? I'm trying to find out who the South Korean is that won the uh, the um, the medal, but I don't know who it was. Mm. I'm keep I'm keep looking. It's not hard. It's not easy to find. So yeah. it's a lo- easy to find a lot of Americans. Like you can find out every American that won a medal. Right. And you uh, mentioned but, Red, right? He's he, uh, what was his name? He, he yeah. won one early in the games. Still have a full week yeah, of competition. Okay. So yeah. Actually, do you ever root for the other countries? Um, I take a little bit of an interest uh, in Italy because you know I'm a Italian American. Um, uh, yeah. But you know my first oh, allegiance is to the U.S. And then if the U.S. doesn't, the win, South then. Korean at one was Young Soo Bin. He wow. won the gold in the skeleton. Is Young his first name or just a description that you know of his age? I think it's both. It's Y U N Young Soo Bin. Oh. And uh, he was the skeleton winner of the gold medal. Uh, so congratulations. And he wore an Iron Man mask. Oh, um, wow. Down that's that's cool. That is cool. I wish I, yeah, now i got to look up that video. Yeah. It's nice. You know, it is yeah. nice when uh, the, the home country wins a medal. So, yeah, sometimes, like, let's say, you know, especially for, for a country that isn't known for their uh, athletic uh, abilities, uh, you know, no. in, in a specific sport. That's kind of nice when they win. You know what's 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 crazy about the Olympics is that we're going to get to a, a now we're going to get to a world where we're not going to see Olympics in like the United States, Russia, because it costs so much money, and these countries finally get it mm-hmm. that you're going to see like Dubai get the Olympics and Korea's got the Olympics mm-hmm. and all these countries um, that aren't national powers, and we're going to have the Olympics in the weirdest places. Hmm. Yeah, because it costs too much money. Yeah, I wonder where the next Olympics, because you know they staggered it, right? Because in two years you're gonna have the summer, right? Yeah. And then two years after that you're gonna have the Winter Olympics. You used to have to; they used to be in the same year, like every four years, you'd have the summer and the winter in the same calendar year. So uh, we'll have to look that up maybe for next week. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think we've uh, said all we have to say about the uh, the Olympics, guys. No. Yeah, that was good Olympic talk. It really was. As far as Olympic talk goes, that was top notch. Who needs Bob Costas? (laughs) He did try. Well, you know, he did retire from Olympic coverage. Yeah, was it it because of the pink eye? Uh, I don't know, uh, but uh, do, do you guys remember that the last Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a Twitter account for his right eye because he had pink eye. Yeah. 
Yeah, his and, own Twitter account. Yeah, so no no uh, Costas, no Lauer, no Matt Lauer in this Olympics as well. So we've had to adjust. Yeah, Matt Lauer, he had a tough year. He really did. I mean, you know, you know. Let's say if I get down on myself sometimes and say, you know, life is tough. You know, I say, well, at least I'm not Matt Lauer. Although, you yeah, know, but even if Matt Lauer's life is tough, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could shut himself away from the world, mm-hmm. and he could uh, invite people over, and I'm sure he's got that trap door in his house, <laughs> and uh, it could keep people there. Because um, David Copperfield used to do it. He used to take women to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. and he got uh, he got in a little trouble there, um, bringing women there. Uh, with all his magician stuff, magician? they couldn't like get he, out. He can't make them disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That, he yeah. could, but what he did is he made them so they couldn't leave. Right. And that way, that got him in a little trouble. You, you know, I mean, we're going to talk fantasy sports at the uh, after the break. But do you think that Matt Lauer? I mean, what do you think? He, he bought like a thirty million dollar home, right? What do you think his mortgage payment yeah. is? And I mean, is he able to pay it now? It's a great question <laughs> because this woman yeah, yeah. has hired every attorney in in, the, in New York to take him uh, to court, and she's gonna she's going after him hard, right? And, and you know, like I it's. I you ever think of weird things? Like I thought about this. <laughs> Donald Trump might be the first president to get divorced during his presidency. Like that would be the craziest <laughs> thing, right? Imagine having people going through divorce during oh. while you're the president of the United States. Oh. Like the, yeah. the Stormy Daniels thing, right? Yeah, if any that more Playboy be... playmates come out, right? Right. Uh, yeah. This might be over. <laughs> Like, can that actually, like, doesn't Milena owe it to the president not to get divorced until after? Doesn't she owe it to the country? I think so. I think so. All right, when we come back, we're definitely going to go back to fantasy sports. I want to talk about the six-man rotation. want to get to the humidor. Oh, yes. Right? we got to talk about this humidor. We'll be right back. The rotation's baffling. Yeah. Weekend fantasy update. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. We're back with more Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Jovelina, Tony Sincata, Pete Considori producing our show. Tony, we've been all over the place. We've talked uh, a lot of baseball. Yeah, we didn't talk football yet. I don't know if we're going to have a chance. I wanted to talk a little football, too. Uh, we talked, like I said, politics and Olympics and We've given uh, our audience a lot of life lessons, too. We, who would ever think that you'd tune into a fantasy sports uh, radio show and uh, talk about uh, Rachel Ray being a swinger? Yeah, well, uh, we're men of experience, <laughs> yes, and some of, uh, <laughs> some of our I like experiences that, yeah. I always used to tell like to that to uh, my cohorts uh, when I, I worked with uh, Florio and Stample. And I said, yes. look, this guy's not old. He's experienced. And, you know, I mean... Uh, He's made all the mistakes already that you're going to make. So, you know. That's the key. You've got to know what's going on here. Hey, if you guys are like me, I could have saved you some work. Um, If you go to DailyRoto.com, they actually have uh, some uh, uh, articles over there on the Xfinity series if you're going to play a little uh, NASCAR today. And uh, Scotty Engel and his son are out there writing about it. In our poll about swinging, (laughs) we were questioning whether... If you're married, can you accuse your spouse of cheating on you? And we took a poll of the audience because we always like to know what the people think, right? And that's the key. And uh, we're at 62% says, no, it's not cheating uh, if you're a swinger. There you go. I'm going to see if my wife answers me. I'm going to text her. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to say, if we were swingers (laughs) and I swung without you, would you be mad? Let's see what she answers. <laughs> she, knowing you, she'll probably think this is like a, a screwed up baseball question. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, swinging, right? A swinging strike rate. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's. No, honey, 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 you can play all you'd like. Just let me know when you be home. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so the Angels confirmed that they're going to be using a six-man starting rotation. Uh, you know, Shohei Otani uh, gotten a lot of press, obviously, uh, uh, you know, signing uh, with the Angels this year. Um, so, I mean, basically, wh- where do you stand with uh, Shohei Otani, Tony? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm fascinated by the guy. And the reason I'm fascinated is, is when I see most projection artists that do this for a, a long time and have a, a track record of success, mm-hmm. they have this guy's K per nine at 12. And how, how do you not be interested in that? Mm-hmm. I mean, but, the, it's and, a, but it's a projection, right? I mean, that's a very high projection. No? I, I agree, <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying if you if you think they're reliable mm-hmm. and they, they're good at it and they've done it, if they miss by two strikeouts per nine, which is a lot, that's still 10. Right, right. I mean, you know, but here's what I expect from it, especially as a, a in a in a six man rotations, right? I mean, yeah, twenty five, maybe twenty seven starts, and maybe that's even a little too ambitious. You know, that that gives you maybe a hundred forty to hundred sixty innings. You know, based on maybe let's say I'm a lot more. Uh, I don't think his K per nine is going to be anywhere near 12. I mean, I'll give him, let's say, between eight and nine, maybe. Uh, and to me, that, that puts him in like somewhere around 130, 140 strikeouts based on, on those, uh, you know, those, those projected innings. You know, so, and then as a hitter, I mean, does he really get more than you know, 250 or 300 at-bats? I don't even count him as a hitter. Yeah. I, I have mean, no interest. Yeah. None. So yeah, I kind of I'm kind of with you on that. I, I like him better as a pitcher, and uh, it seems that uh, a lot of these uh, pitchers that uh, you know the, the foreign pitchers, their first year in the league, they really uh, the hitters are really baffled when they have to face them. But uh, and, uh, you know, where let would me you ask take? a question. Yes, let me ask a question. Yes, what you just said, how is that not racist? Like, I hear it on all the shows. Because I said you foreign, guys say, I didn't like, say that based on his race. I, I said foreign. <laughs> That, most people eth- say eth- Japanese, eth- so I'm giving you a buy because you probably – most people say the Japanese splitters in their first years mm-hmm. are there. Well, if I ever came on a fantasy football and just said most black running backs are a lot better right. in their first – right? Well, we know people better go than crazy. to say that. We don't feel that way as well, right? <laughs> but I'm saying why do we keep doing it with the Japanese pitches? Well, I mean, what's the biggest percentage of uh, pitchers coming from different uh, countries? I mean, you know, you have Darvish, I guess Cuban, Tanaka. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We don't even Cuban. count. Like they're not even a big thing. All right, here's the thing: Daisuke Matsuzaka's first year in the majors, his K per nine was eight point eight four, like mm-hmm. you said, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that would be in line with what you're saying. Right. Uh, Tanaka's first year with the Yankees was at 9.31. Mm-hmm. It'd be right there. And you Davish, mm-hmm. you Davish, uh, probably at 10 point, he's at 10.40. His second year was 11.89. So his first year, 10.40. So he's probably going to be right where you say, right, yeah. right around the nine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I would think so. You look at it today, though, innings are down from everybody. Yes. Um, I was listening to Lenny Melnick this morning. I forget what it was. There's only three pitchers that have pitched 175 innings in the last three years, a minimum of, had an ERA under 3.26, and I forget what, oh, in, in, in um, 60 quality starts in the last three years. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Carlos Martinez, one was Max Scherzer, and I don't know who the other one was. Mm-hmm. But there's only three. Right. So the innings are down everywhere. Yeah. 2011, average innings pitched by uh, a starter per game, six. And uh, 2017, it was five and a half, which doesn't seem like a lot. But, you know, again, it's just an average, but and it's down. And, and you know, when you, you're talking about fantasy uh, pitching, right, that's not the only thing that we uh, have to worry about in terms of fewer innings pitched, uh, them pitching deeper into games. I mean, another thing we had to deal with starting last year was that 10-day DL. Right, I mean, you had yeah. uh, 2016 478 DL trips uh, by starting pitchers, by pitchers uh, in general. 2017 it jumped uh, to 531. That's like a 12 percent increase. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, we have to deal with and, and and figure out as we put together our our draft strategies. And maybe you know, 
it makes the the middle relievers that have the high caper nines, the good whips, the good ERAs, all that more valuable. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I I tell you, I totally agree that they become more valuable, and that's why I think you need to get two elite pitches on your on your staff. Yeah, I think you need two elite pitches because I think what people realize, oh. Pitching's deep, or you're seeing all the offense go down. Yeah, you know what? It might be deep because people are better at, p- at pitching or whatever. But there's only so many elite pitchers. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Well, who do you consider elite? Like, I mean, do you still consider Madison Bumgarner elite? Because I do. I, I, don't I know w- about you. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. I would too. I think if you go at it, and I and I'll give you, uh, I'll give you my definition of where it drops off. It usually drops off. To me, right around Chris Archer. Mm-hmm. I don't think Archer's elite, but he's the one that's on the fringe that, like, you could have the the argument for. And there's a substantial drop off after a guy like Chris Archer. Um, he's an interesting I guy would go, because you know he might end up getting traded. And uh, I mean, he does pitch in a pretty decent pitcher's park. But uh, I mean, if you look at his. You know the 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 fifth, the X fifth, and whatnot. They've been better than what he's actually how he's pitched. So he's he's kind of an interesting uh, guy to me. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. I would say when you go, it goes about ten deep, and then uh, and then it falls off, and I think it falls off dramatically. Mm-hmm. Like I think the fall off is like from Chris Archer to like uh, Carlos Martinez mm-hmm. and then Marcus Stroman and I think it's huge difference. I mean, Archer might have an ERA close to 4, but he's going to have caper 9 of 11. Right, absolutely. And uh yeah, when you look at uh, I mean Justin Verlander, if you look at the way where he's going, he's pretty much a top 10 pitcher. I don't know if he's going to be able to recreate what he did in that second half. I wouldn't draft him. I mean, age definitely takes over at some point. Mm -hmm. And then last year, to see the increase in velocity Mm -hmm. has to make you wonder what the hell's going on there. Mm -hmm. And 34 years old, man, I I, I just, I wouldn't want that guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to get him little I want like if I get him at 16 or 17 I think at that point you know what he's got the most upside I got to pick him but at number 10 no way right and uh, since we're talking starting pitching let's just continue I guess Um, Steven Strasburg was a guy that I avoided like a plague (laughs) just because of his you know his injury history I'm starting to warm up a little bit to him I feel that maybe now as he's getting older you know the fewer and fewer DL stints I mean am I crazy I mean where do you stand with Steven Strasburg I never had him on a team before, and mm-hmm. I've got him on two already this year. Okay, so you're kind of like with me on this. Uh, yeah, anyway. he threw 175 innings last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he threw 215 in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at a K per nine at 10.47. This guy has too much talent, I think, to never finish a season without a sight. Like, if, if this guy finishes his career with no Cy Youngs, mm-hmm. I, that would be a huge disappointment right. for a guy like that. And I think he's 29. I think it's, it's you know, we're going to see the best of this guy in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. What about Luis Severino? Are you worried uh, that last year he pitched a bunch of innings? Are you worried that... Uh, That's the biggest problem taxing? I have. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not worried about this guy being a good pitcher throughout his career. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he got over the hump. He showed what he had last mm-hmm. year. I don't think he's a one-year wonder by any stretch of the imagination. But... He went from 148 to 193 in mm-hmm. innings pitched. Right. He's going to be counting on it, being the number one pitcher. I think it's too much. Yeah, and it kind of showed uh, that first start uh, for the Yankees in the uh, playoffs. He just got uh, annihilated. <laughs> uh, I think it was the Twins, right, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so back to Otani. Uh, I, NFBC ADP of 72, so... In a 12-team league, he goes in the, in the sixth round. I mean, do you draft him there? I mean, other guys... I haven't, been in a, I haven't been in a draft, personally, that's made out of the fourth round. Oh, really? Okay. So, I mean, other guys, like, based on that ADP, and of course it's just an average, so you're right, Tony. I mean, he could go as early as the fourth round. He might even go as late as the eighth round. Who knows? But other guys... All right, here are the, yeah, here are the projections that, uh, that um, depth shots, steamer, and fans have for Otani. You ready? Mm-hmm. 10 and 7, 10 and 7, 11 and 7. They all have them at 24 games pitched. Okay. So. 148 innings. So right around K where I said. K per 9. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. K per nine for depth shots, 11.12. Wow. For steamer, 11.12. For fans, 9.88. Mm-hmm. Walk rate's high. The walk rate is 3.59 for depth charts, steamer 3.59, and fans 3.19. All three of them have an ERA of 3.55. So where do you feel comfortable taking him in a uh, in a roto style draft? Let's say a twelve fourth or fifth round. Okay, and, and would you take him over? Let's say uh, um, I'll give you three pitchers. Tell me if you take uh, you know who who you would take: Jose Quintana, James Paxton, Dallas Keuchel. I take uh, Otani over all of them. Really? Okay. I think I might go. Quintana is the most interesting to me. Mm. Yeah, he, because he, he actually did pretty he well showed once he was tra- traded to the Cubs. He right? was way better. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened there? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go from the National League, you go to the American League. The uh, ballpark in, in Chicago, White Sox ballpark, is the fourth best offensive ballpark in the league. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs have been playing pitcher-friendly for a long time. Uh, it's amazing, though, the transformation, because he got strikeouts now that he didn't have before. Right, yeah. And I love Paxton, but the guy just can't stay healthy. No. And at Dallas Keuchel, it, it was start, last year we, was the first time we saw uh, Dallas Keuchel now um, catch the injury bug. Mm-hmm. And he's 30 years of age. And with Dallas Keuchel, the problem here is that he relies – he's throwing his fastball 58% of the time. But last year he threw the, the slider um, 18% of the time. The year before that, when he was successful, 2016 – he threw it twenty-seven percent of the time. Hmm. I'm kind of wondering if if he was if he's protecting his arm or what's going on with the drastic changes in pitches. Hmm. Yeah, potential. Usually, when you when that happens, you're right. It's almost yeah. like like uh, maybe there was an underlying injury that uh, you know he's trying to protect himself from re-injuring himself or something. How is he so good with that eighty-eight mile an hour fastball? Hmm. Yeah, uh, especially in this day and age, right? Yeah, everybody's throwing ninety-five. Hmm. So uh, let's say if the Angels are, are contending, <laughs> let's say by by the All Star break, it's a copycat league, right? All these leagues are copycats. Uh, you know, how many of these teams do you think move uh, to a six man rotation? Of course, they'd have to have enough qu- uh, quality starters to to, to you know. Uh, to do you? Do I what? Do you like? I, I think the opposite. To tell you the truth, I think if you don't have enough quality starters, it's the way to go. Mm. Because yeah, you could use a middle what, reliever, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You, well, what happens is you just get six guys out there, and you probably could bring the six guy up, up and down from the minor leagues if you want. Mm-hmm. I think the key is to having a good bullpen when you go six men, mm. and because if you use a six man, he can't be an elite pitcher. He can't be a good pitcher. You're getting to, you're getting to that bullpen in the fifth inning, yeah. the sixth inning, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of the teams that are, are going to do this, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the Angels, I think, have a decent pitching staff, so they, they're not. A, but Colorado's talked about it. Mm-hmm. They're talking about a Milwaukee uh, situations there. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see teams do it, and right. you're right. It, if it works, everyone's going to do it. Yeah. But I think then. The emphasis not on that starter because I th- I don't think it'll be like six of the same guys in the rotation. I think it's gonna be the bullpen. Mm. Yeah, Mets could even use it, right? Especially with the, with all the issues they've had, yeah. they, they have a lot of yeah. potentially quality arms like uh, uh, Robert uh, Gesselman and uh, Lugo, and and you can get Wheeler. Wheeler could stop stop whining, you know, that he doesn't want to be a reliever. I'll tell you what. I thought I thought Seth Lugo would be a guy that would be a decent pitcher, mm-hmm. but they must not have confidence with that Vasquez signing. Uh, Vargas, Vargas, yeah, yeah. yeah, Vasquez is selling crack. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, that was something else, huh? Hey, you lose your job, you got to make money. Yeah, somehow. All right. You know. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to finish up the show. Uh, I do want to talk about that humidor. In Arizona. Oh. Right? All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we'll talk Arizona baseball on the weekend fantasy update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 
or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, Tony Sincata, Pete Consigliore producing our show. And Tony, this is like one of my favorite parts of the show when Pete throws a little uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire at us. Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's a great name yeah. for a, for a, just right? all, in, Earth. All, in, all encompassing. Yeah, right. I like that. I like that. Earth, they, they, they've stood the test in time. Yep. I don't know if they're all the same guys, uh, but. Great job, Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire. You yeah. had a good career. I think your parents are proud. Yeah. Philip Bailey, I think, at one point uh, was the lead singer. Might still be, but uh, good stuff. And uh, good stuff also from Matthew Cohen, uh, one of our listeners. He uh, tweeted out uh, a little video that uh, uh, Tony is wearing a USA hockey jersey, and I'm I'm just skating, ice skating along, minding my business, and uh, Tony's checking me into the boards here, so... Uh, you know, look, I look so happy. I'm wearing my headphones, too, on the ice. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got this devilish look on your face as you check me into the boards. Yeah, you, when you guys are out in public, don't ever have your earbuds in both ears because then you're not aware of what's happening around you. And that's you. what happened. Yeah. I, yeah, I always keep one out, mm-hmm. in, you know, and one in my ear because of those situations. And uh, um, we just got a... a, a Few, uh, I'm at the uh, Rock and Riley's place, and uh, we've got a couple of people uh, checking in with us, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, follow me at Joe Galina on Twitter. Follow uh, Mr. Tony Sincata uh, at the Tony Sincata uh, as well. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, check out my uh, on iTunes my latest show, uh, Stand Up Fantasy. There you go. Um, it's it, it's an expert um, uh, hour on how to dirty talk with your mate. And uh, I give you advice there, and I bring some people in to uh, make sure you know how to do it. Because you know what? It, it's uncomfortable the first time um, that you're talking to a lady you love about your penis. Um, so it, it, it's time to get good advice before you go and do it. Uh, and also we could follow at PJ Considori 29 <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, um, I got uh, turned down. Uh, let's see. I asked my wife, if we were swingers and I swung without you, would you be mad? <laughs> And in capital letters, she said yes. And then she said, oh, See? <laughs> yes, so she'd be I, mad. I, I agree with the wife. It's <laughs> like you're all in together. Right. But, you know, swinging, it, it just ends up, it, it just leads to, to bad things in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a relationship. Come on. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'd also be jealous, too. You know, yeah. seeing my wife with yeah. someone else. But anyway, um, we wanted to talk about the. <laughs> Um, wanted to talk about the humidor action in uh, Arizona, right? So, uh, yes. I mean, you know, the top uh, offensive ballparks in baseball, uh, Colorado is always known as one, and they started using a, a humidor. Uh, humidor. And uh, really, if you notice, it really hasn't been that much of a change, right? In my opinion, there's still a lot of runs. Well, I actually, I actually read some research. I went back good, and, good. and read some. It actually has been a change. There's oh, okay. been a 10% reduction in mm-hmm. home runs mm-hmm. and an 18% overall in offense in that ballpark mm-hmm. since uh, there. But I, I got I got a lot of questions about this. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the regulations on, like, how long are the balls supposed to be in the humidor and who's and how maintaining that? how long do they take that? them out, like, before a game? Yeah. Right. Right, before the game. Mm-hmm. Um um, because if the balls are in a humidor, they all should be the same, mm-hmm. right? You can't put them in like 20 minutes before on one day and the right. other days have them there for weeks. It regulated, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, none of this stuff's come out. It's almost like, and, you know, in the fridge, right? You know, take the beer from the back because it's coldest. I mean, do you take uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the ball that's been in the humidor? Yeah. <laughs> that's been in the, yeah. the longest? 
And, and one more before we get control. into the effects of this. Mm-hmm. One more thing. Why is baseball doing this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Because you more than any other sport complain about the integrity of the game right and yet you're manipulating it in two ballparks out of the whole league right so why don't we get to the point where we allow hitters in petco park to use aluminum bats are we going to get to that <laughs> point i mean yeah. right yeah yeah i mean this is ridiculous this is the dumbest thing mm-hmm. i've ever seen Right. Maybe uh, maybe they need to put a humidor in every single ballpark to make sure that everyone's playing with the same uh, affected baseball. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be okay with yeah. that. But to do it in two parks is ridiculous. Yeah. Because what the humidor does, right, it adds, uh, you know, water, you know, I mean, not, not gushing water, but it, it in, into the baseball. Makes it makes it heavier. Moisture. Yeah, moisture. Right. Thank you. <laughs> you know, l- less bouncy, a little heavier. You know, it won't travel yeah. as far. But uh, and supposedly, I mean, there've been some real studies on this, and and the uh, humidity controlled baseball storage unit it would have a greater far reaching effect in the drier Arizona climate as compared to Colorado. See, that's, that's another that's thing say. I say. I say bulldinky. Like, I don't think it – here's the reason why. Did they do those tests in Arizona with the roof open and with the roof closed? Like, those are mitigating factors. Have right. these been tested? Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, are they allowed – let's say if they decide uh, at the All-Star break that it was a mistake, you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, can they – That's a great – yeah. <laughs> I don't – Yeah. <laughs> You know, but even if they didn't allow it, what if they just privately said this is a mistake right. and turn the thing off? Who's going to know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. You know, who is, uh, you know, keeping tabs on this? I mean, uh, like this, this, <laughs> like this sport got so crazy about the steroid thing, right? Mm-hmm. And yet this humor thing is the biggest crap I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Now, the fantasy angle goes like this. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to disregard it this year and mm-hmm. see what the actual results are. Derek Cardi, uh, if you guys want to look him up on Twitter, Derek Cardi, of course, uh, ESPN, and he's worked for Roto Grinders. He did a great study on this thing. It has all these facts, all these figures. He, you know, he he's got beautiful hair, and it, when he was done washing his hair, I think he did all this, and he did a great job. Um, I, I don't know, but I, like I said, I could poke holes in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Until we see actual results. So I'm just, just going to disregard it. Mm-hmm. But from the offensive standpoint, I think it comes in on Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. All of a sudden, does he become the fourth player in the draft or the ninth player in the draft? Mm-hmm. I think from a pitching standpoint, everybody loved Robbie Ray. Zach Greinke people were down on. Do you move Zach Greinke up? Do you move Robbie Ray up? Is Zach Godley a guy you move up around or something? Right, right, right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what, what did you say in terms of the uh, effect in... You had percentages, right? Yeah, 10% uh, home runs went down mm-hmm. from 2002 to 2012 in Colorado, and then 18% in total offense. Mm-hmm. So Paul Goldschmidt's 30, uh, he averages for 162 games for his career, 31 home runs. So 10%, he'd hit, what, 27, 28. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's not a significant, you know, I mean, I, I'd still it, draft him. It is him. for a first-round pick, though, yeah, right? I guess, but he's still, it seems he's like... still hitting close to 300. He's still going to be stealing, you know, the 15-plus bases. So, I mean, because it's not like, he's not like a one-trick pony or, you know, a two-trick pony. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. He, he, he definitely brings all the attributes to the table. Right. Uh, but in the first round, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, like I, I said, I think it would affect like a guy like maybe a Jake Lamb more, right? Jake Lamb hit thirty home runs last year, but uh, you know he's basically a, a two fifty hitter. You know, so, yeah, he's, so, a, he's a one trick pony. Yeah, for sure. so I mean, again, you know, and new catcher, a guy that I loved coming in. This, like you talked about picking catches last. Yeah, Chris Iannetta, I thought was going to get. A huge uptick going from uh, the Angels ballpark to that ballpark mm-hmm. was going to be huge, and now I don't know. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, JD Martinez might be coming there as well. Uh, I, I, think that, think I think that's where he ends up. Tell you, he's, I think the Red Sox really? and him are done. 
don't you think? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they're going to pay him. I mean, they're trying to get rid of Zach Granke's contract. But supposedly, and I, I, I should have clicked on the article, they, they, they're come, trying to come up with uh, creative ways where they could afford him. Oh, when someone says that, <laughs> I mean, that's right there, the telltale sign it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. well, so where do you think he ends up? What are they going to do? Give him pool passes for his family out in the outfield? Is that what they're going to do? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to sign up. I think because I think it's not going to be Arizona. And I don't think it's going to be Boston. Again, like you said, pretty much at the top of the show, there's only a few uh, teams yeah. that really could afford him or they're you know are trying to win. So I mean, yeah. the Dodgers, right? I mean, they just traded for Matt Kemp. So and, yeah, you know, I don't know if they supposedly want to stay. lost forty pounds and like people Matt are Kemp, raving yeah. about him. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing we need to get know. to as well. The, the the weight loss and weight gain of some of these players. Like, oh, like Hanley, Hanley Ramirez is now using Tom Brady's uh, diet. I think he lost. Uh... Oh, <laughs> you know what? I saw Hanley two years ago out of uniform. Mm-hmm. He wow. was pretty that's, jacked that's a, up. That's a story in itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, he was pretty he jacked was naked up. naked or something? That you saw him? No, he oh, was okay. in an Under, under Armour shirt. Oh, okay. All right. I thought, was, there, was, uh... I thought there was a, a story there. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, have you seen Aaron Hicks? Uh, no. What did he go through? He looks like Jose tra- Canseco. No, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, he's a guy that that I think uh, we're sleeping on in terms of uh, yes. You know, uh, fantasy drafts. Yeah, check out uh, Aaron Hicks on. You can, I think you can Google and find mm-hmm. a picture. Uh, it's crazy. Because I think he's going to get plenty of bats. Are you a little worried? And I don't know. We're going all over the place right now, but you know, kind of getting to the end of the show. So it shows. It shows how deep we are in knowledge. Yeah, like some of these shows, you could tell the guys are reading shit off their paper. We don't do that. Uh, Are you concerned? That's right. Are you concerned at all about uh, Aaron Judge? And uh, he says he's going to have to miss the first few games of the uh, the uh, spring training season because of that shoulder surgery he had. And supposedly that shoulder yes. surgery was minor. But uh, I'm scared. Yeah, I, I'm scared of Aaron. I was scared before that, mm-hmm. first of all, because right. I think his strikeout totals are going to be over 30% this year. And I think that he's going to hit about 230. But mm-hmm. he's going to hit 40 home runs if he stays healthy. So I don't really care about the 230. If you're picking him for power and you're picking him for RBI, he's going to he'll, he'll be all right there. Yeah. But... If he's banged up, uh, that's even more alarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would never take him in the second round. But you would take John Carlos Stanton in the first round, like he's oh, going. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? oh yeah, 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 yeah. Even even with his injury history, that you know, last year, okay, you know, he played uh, the a bunch injury of games. history. I know that he got hit in the face, and, and but he's, yeah, also, had, but he's I mean, also had other type of injuries that he slid in the second base and broke his leg. What does that tell you? He's got to... No, 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 no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. If you get hit by a bus, yeah, right, right, walking out of your door, and then you're driving in Princess Diana's car <laughs> and you get in a car accident, uh, those are two separate things that doesn't mean you're injured. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. If you had three successive knee injuries, right. that means you've got an injury history. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, see, I'm, I'm see a little how I antiqu- you, You're a guy that, you know, you, you penalize people for bad luck. What's wrong with you? But like I said, it hasn't all been bad luck, too. I mean, you know, like, he, you know he's a guy that's had the, the, this, the soft muscle uh, tissue. I, not, you're going to make me look up all his injury history. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to come prepared next, right, week, next week with Dr. Just... A. Dr. A and your posse. <laughs> you and uh, <laughs> it, it talks to me about his soft tissues. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a tissue. They got pills. Do a they tissue got pills comparison. for that. Yeah. They got pills to cure your soft tissues. Yeah. Don't squeeze the Charmin. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we were talking a lot about a lot of different things. We brought up Hanley Ramirez and his weight gains and losses. Uh, yeah. What about Dexter Fowler? He put on 15 pounds of muscle. And uh, yeah, everybody says that. Yeah, I yeah. get. I don't like when I hear that. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you heard that and someone had a good season? Like Noah Syndergaard was the last one mm-hmm. that didn't work out well. Oh, forget it. I, yeah, like I, I knew I, that wasn't going to work well. I even no, told Florida. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like I kept like people are like I like how many times can you fall for this? Right, and that speaks to also the Mets off season program like aren't you like in touch with your, your your players saying hey look you know you're a pitcher and you, you need to be nimble a little bit and I mean, yeah. why, why are you all jacked up why are you going to be the incredible hulk i mean come on yeah, yeah. and, and, and I, I gotta be honest 
when they say it's mu- it's never muscle. <laughs> it's just 15 pounds of fat. Yeah, you think they're eating devil dogs, right? The only guy, you know, I watched a game last year, first spring training game I watched. Mm-hmm. I saw Scooter Jeanette, and I was like, holy shit, what ha- what happened to him? He, like, was, a- and then look at the year he had last yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and it's physically impossible to do mm-hmm. what he did and basically look at the looks of Aaron Hooks without some sort of... Uh, uh, help from people. Right, I'm right. not saying it might have been illegal help. Maybe they found something new. Maybe they found some herbal remedies. Hmm. Very possible. You never know. What about Doctor Oz? There you go. Hey, my my daughter interns for him. Doctor Oz. Yeah. The PR is he a shady guy? Is he as shady as he seems? Well, she's never met him personally. You know, she's in the PR <laughs> uh, area. You know, I'll tell her if you yeah. if you think he's shady, I'll tell her to stay away. That you know. No, tell her to help him. She must be helping him out and trying to keep him from being shady. Yeah, well, you know, she she's promotes PR. the uh, upcoming shows and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, ask her to get me on. You yeah what, okay. What's your angle like? You know. Did Scott uh, Bayo because okay. um, they had uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott Bayo on? <laughs> no, no, uh, they had uh, the the female actress who accused oh, yeah, Scott Bayo yeah, yeah. of uh, I forget her name, yeah, Nicole that lady or something like that. I, I, I'm believing Scott. I read the uh, the full size of the story on that. I am uh, I am believing in Scott Bayo's camp, but I wasn't there. There's very a lot of inconsistencies in her her stories. Hmm. Well, there's also a, a male actor from that show, I think Charles in Charge, who said that uh, uh, Scott Bayo was inappropriate as well. So I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, but I it know. could be jealousy because it was, you know, he was Charles. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, sometimes these work things get out of control. You know these Italian-American actors, right? I mean, you know, that now, you, <laughs> now you got Ralph Macchio coming back. Did you hear that they're, they're coming back? Net, uh, not Netflix. YouTube has its own... Uh, network. Everyone has their own network, and uh, they, oh yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. There's like a ten episode uh, Karate Kid movie where the 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 blonde haired guy who was his nemesis is actually in it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, too uh, bad they couldn't dig up uh, what, was, what was his name uh, Arnold from Happy yo, Days. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wax he's, on, he's wax dead? off. Yeah, he unfortunately passed. Yes. Yeah. Boy, we've I'm going to wax all, on, all, wax off a little later tonight. We've been all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fun show. Hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update.